Welcome to the PH Journals podcast, where we explore hunting, wildlife management, and conservation. As hunters and conservationists, we know that hunting can be a powerful tool for wildlife conservation, generating revenue and promoting healthy ecosystems. Join us as we explore the latest research, interviewing experts and practitioners, and sharing stories from the field. Whether you're a hunter or conservationist, or simply interested in learning more about this somewhat controversial topic. Hi, my name is Dylan Love. I'm a professional hunter out of the southern tip of the dark continent. Join us as I believe hunting is our best conservation tool we have to offer. Guys, welcome to another episode of the PH Journals podcast, and it's one that I've been waiting for for some time now. It's an absolute honor and privilege to have two of the gentlemen that are sitting in front of me that have been a part of probably one of the most incredible brands and one that's going to revolutionize our industry for a very, very long time. And um, I'm sitting here with Doug and Pierre, and Pierre, I would like you to introduce yourself first. Let's go. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Yeah, I'm Pierre Prince. I head up the Scully's division where I manage all the new species that come in, uh, figure out sort of what sizes we'll go with. And Awesome. Doug, your side? I'm Doug Scowcroft. <laughs> um, it's great to be back here. Thanks very much. Um, Pierre, Pierre summed that up in far too few words. Pierre's background in technology has given Scully's a real head start in that um, he's brought a passion for wildlife and a passion for technology together and added his expertise into what, as you rightly said, is an incredible brand. Mm. Um, I'm passionate about Scully's. Um, it, it's, it's a, it stems from a a boyhood wonder of skulls. I mean, most farm boys at some stage stuck a baboon's tooth around their neck or something like that. and <laughs> They found a skull and you try to clean it with yeah. mom's soap or something and got into trouble for it. Um, but yeah, my name's Doug Cocroft and I am very, very excited about the potential that Scully's holds internationally, locally, mm. for kids, for old folks, for collectors. Um, it's just awesome. Doug, I mean, let's start off with how this whole process come about, because I mean, since, since I've met you, I don't think I've ever seen your brain relax. There's always just new inventions and crazy ideas that have come along. This is probably, like, like I said earlier, one that's going to revolutionize not only the hunting industry, but conservation as a whole. How, how did you come about this idea and what was the motivation behind it? Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. It's been said many times, it's a cliche, but it's very true. 2020 was a, an interesting year for many people, myself and my team included. Um, we found ourselves with time on our hands. Mm we spent the last 20 years hustling and pushing and driving and sculpting and doing all sorts of crazy things around the wildlife industry. And 2020 gave us a bit of time to sit back and out of necessity use the tools we had at our fingertips to come up with something that was going to possibly generate an income if the world went to, yeah, went to hell in a handbag. Mm. Um, having access to to very high-powered computers, which are 
integral to what we do, um, as well as various forms of technology. Pierre, myself, and our art director, who uh, couldn't be with us this morning, um, Travis, we sat down and spent a bit of time and kind of honey, I shrunk the kids moment, mm. <laughs> scanned the skull, shrunk the skull. And then what made it truly unique, in my opinion, was that we had a, a young artist in studio and this young artist took this bland piece of plastic and hand painted it. This is a, a young Kosa chap who, for all intents and purposes, doesn't, well, doesn't know how to turn on a computer, has no technological background, loves wildlife, mm. loves art, and he hand painted this miniature buffalo skull and we had this, this ooh-ah moment when he put it in my hand and, and Travis was standing there grinning like a Cheshire cat. And there was this miniature skull in my hands. Yeah. Um, I must make it perfectly clear that Scully's is certainly not the first person to, or first company to scan something and make it small. Mm. I didn't invent scanners, nor did I invent 3D printing. And I'm Sure, as I, for, I can guarantee you, I'm, we were not the first people to scan a skull and make it small. However, we are the first company to take it to the market commercially. Um, Pierre, how, how, many, how many species do we have? Uh, as, the, as of this moment, we have 130 different species. That's a, 130 species of of perfect skulls mm. from around the world. And we've got more lined up. You know, from, from walrus to Kashmir Markor to yellow-backed diker to... Uh, I mean, what's your, what, what's, what, which one sticks out to you? You, you spend all the time yeah. scanning all of these. I, I would probably say the Watusi was the most mind-blowing skull I've scanned out there. It that was, was just, a monster, that It thing. was, in Jay's words, just ugly. It's by far the biggest cattle I've ever seen and, and really it just blew my mind. Yeah. And the fact that you can make that small and collectible and add it to a collection is just... Just on that Watusi, just to give you, just to kind of bring this into perspective, mm. don't it? the Watusi that, that Pierre's referring to, the spread of the horns must have been a solid... Oh, it's like my length. Well, you're a midget, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, they can't see you behind the microphone. Um, so, no, Pierre, you're about you're about what six foot two? Yes. So, six foot two across is the spread on this Watusi, but the 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 breadth, the girth of the the base of the horn is just astronomical. Yeah. Um, it's like the waist of a Backstreet Boy. It was it's phenomenal. We've now brought this down to a. We went. We scaled at one in six, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that one still need to work on it, but it'll probably come down to one in six, one in seventh. Okay, perfect. Okay, so, 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 just just on that point now, where 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 was the? I mean, Pierre, trying to pick Doug's brain over here. It, it sometimes gets challenging at best of times. No, I'm Welcome to, to my world. <laughs> <laughs> but where 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 was that? that perfect ratio that you decided okay we're going to take Doug's idea and we're going to put it into the what is it one in six 
uh, ratio? So it was a lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. a lot of R&D. Um, but end of the day, we wanted to make this a collectible. Mm-hmm. And the greatest way of making a big collection available to the general audience is to make it small. Mm. So I can't have things half size because no one has that amount of space yeah. for 130 different species. Now, so like I said, there was a lot of R&D involved of it. We've gone to like pinky size. We've gone to palm size. We've, we've tried everything and sort of the happy medium was palm size because it's something you can hold in your hand and it's just mm. cool. Like, this is awesome. It's something you can hold, look around, share with someone, sort of exchange, you know, almost like playing cards, like, oh, I got a buffalo, you got a nyala, let's yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And so sort of that scaling just seemed right. Okay. And, um, and, then, and then moving forward, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's that delicate process between, okay, I've just scanned this and now visually we've got to put this into concept. I mean, that's a challenging process on its own. Yes. And some of the ideas just can, I mean, just some of the stuff that you guys are just doing as prototypes right now mm-hmm. that we can just see, it's, it's just incredible. So where's that fine line that you say, okay, no, well, this isn't going to work, this is going to work, but how do we take it forward from there and how can we expand it? Pierre <laughs> um, uh, touched on the fact that that we've we, we've tried the different sizes. Yeah. Right. So there is a micro range that we're going to be looking at. So consider something that's the size that's, that's small enough to hang on a keyring. Mm. Right. Um, kind of a, a take it with you scenario. The the traditional the original Scully's collectible is that palm size. Uh, and I'm not talking about the palms of Shaquille O'Neal. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. normal human palms. Um, palm size that you can use as a desk ornament. You can frame them and put them up in box frames on the wall. You can use them as tradables, collectibles. Um, we have got an exciting digital edition coming down the line, but that's, that's for another day. Um, then you've got the megas, which are kind of a one in three scale. This isn't launch yet. That's not launch yet. So there's a lot of development going on, R&D going on. Um, And then at the same time, collection of species from around the world. This is not, Scully's is not just about Africa. Hmm. Scully's is global. So we're wanting the North Americans, the South American species. We want to go all over the place. And we haven't really even started to delve under the oceans. So there's there's potential for this to become to become a true collectible. Mm. Um, we've we've discussed it, or I've discussed it with other pairs. This whole Pokemon mm. craze, it's it, it's it's wild. Yeah, so it kind of feels like that. If you if you know the whole Pokemon yeah. series, where yeah. Ash throws a little ball and captures his little creature. I don't have the ball, but I've got that funny little Wally-looking scanner that goes, I've got you, I've yeah, got yeah. you. And, yeah, it's in my collection. I've got it. So it's like, yeah. it's that fun experience of, oh, this is a new skull I never knew. Or, it, how can I put it, like, there's certain animals that you never really know what this kind of skull looks yeah, like. So yeah. in my travels, 
to the states collecting more species it was good to see that and i was like oh cool i can now share this with the rest yeah. of the world that probably had the exact same thought that well, well how was how was that experience i mean doug's mentioned a couple of species that i, I don't think i've ever seen a skull yeah. i mean that must have been such an unreal because i mean you you actually get to study the skull all the nicks and crevies the jaw lines the jaw bones and all oh. how was that experience one word mind-blowing um it's you remember the bulldog (laughs) the bulldog yeah yeah so it's incredible we just had (laughs) an access to everything on this earth like it's like doug said we've only just scratched the surface with our 130 we currently have um there's so much more out there to collect and we really are going to push hard to collect everything and make it available there wasn't a freaky moment like you guys mentioned yesterday with the human skull. You know what? I, I think, I think let, let's go to the point where this is, it's not just about an animal skull. It's mm. about osteology. Mm. It, it's about the collection of skulls from creatures. And yeah, we certainly are a creature. Um, <laughs> and I know that the thought of a human skull is slightly macabre, but... At the end of the day, if, if you are going to collect, then collect. Yeah. End of story. Um, it's also educational. It's, I mean, it's yeah. absolutely it's, educational. Yeah, probably one of the most important ways to educate people. It's well, if, if you look at it, um, we, we have all the species of rhinoceros. So we have every rhino species skull, um, both, both extinct as well as current. Mm. So we're in a position where... We're hoping to use scullies from an educational perspective to create awareness around conserving, looking after the, the species that we have under our care at the moment. Yeah. We are the custodians of these animals. We need to look after them as a, as a global community. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's not just about let's collect a skull. Mm. It's about let's start a movement. That, that, that's such a it's such an, a beautiful way of, of explaining things and you know as as a professional hunter I always one, one of my mottos in life is that we need to educate to preserve and conserve the thing about conservation is is that you got to make sure that every aspect of your teachings and products has to be part of conservation 100% what are, what are the conservation efforts behind scullies I know you guys mentioned biodegradable mm-hmm. that you guys are using uh, the materials that you guys are using for the actual print which is absolutely incredible so people know that the and plant based what and plant based oh really yes it, know, was a, it was a it was a big step for us um, yeah the, the investment into getting to this point has been a little bit scary so we just don't think about it it's better not to think about it um, the financial investment. Yeah, you do, don't think about that. <laughs> not worth it. Um, <laughs> but to have a biodegradable, plant-based, mm. non-toxic yes. resin in print, as well as paints and other products, as well as creating countless jobs, mm. every one of these is hand-painted. Mm. We've taken... We've taken folks from underprivileged communities. And in South Africa, there is a massive yeah. unemployment problem. Mm, huge. We're creating jobs. Mm. So while I, I fully anticipate 
competition down the road. Competition's good. Mm. I've always said it's healthy, it's good. We're creating jobs. We have an incredibly uh, yeah, authentic, the right very word? authentic. It's yeah. a very authentic story um, that that is going to add to the longevity of Scully's as a brand. And we've we've created these jobs, mm. and the guys they, they they've got purpose. They come to work and they've got their cool Scully's outfits on with their yeah. skulls on their their shirts. Um, and everyone's excited to be yeah. at work every day. It's just it's such a nice feeling to have a team that believes in a product so much that they there's never a dull moment yeah like uh, especially when a new skull comes through and i put it on their table and they're like oh yeah what's this yeah and then like you know go on to google try and find them a reference picture and then they start playing and then we start mixing paints and there's there's always a level of excitement and and that that that's the uniqueness about it and people don't think that the education's on the back of the box it's mm. it's it's for them as well i Absolutely. mean they, they, they're never going to touch a or what to see skull in no. person or something no. but it's giving them the opportunity to educate themselves about that mm. I'll, I'll never forget the first time i came in here and we actually you introduced me to the scully's product and there was a sable there were about 50 sable skulls on the table and there's one right towards the back area and this lady had finished painting the one put it down and she looked at this one and she's like no well you know what that's not right picked it up and redid the skull and mm. that that to me was incredible because the attention to detail that mm. these people have and the passion that they have for it is incredible and it's very very inspiring so like you said the uniqueness behind it is mm. is it's, it's beautiful it's, it's actually incredible to watch but i wanted to ask you guys and what what is the the step forward for for a scully so you purchase a scully what 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 can we do with it Does, is it just a desk ornament or what what is the next step can we display these guys in some way or let's play a game i like games um, <laughs> you you come up with a use and i'll counter it okay so yes you can have a, a desktop stand yeah you frame it put it in a box frame on your wall you can have a christmas tree decoration oh that's nasty my daughter came up with <laughs> that's a low blow yeah really it goes the wind out of my sails come on he's, hey. he's learned a way to pick your brain Doug, the micros nice. how's this how about we do a couple of scully micros and we stick them in your crocs yes yes no you see fridge no. magnets <laughs> so, let's play chess <laughs> how about a chess set made out of scullies awesome that's i mean that's that's the the sky's the limit you see that that's the thing it's we don't want to take the fun away from this mm. um and and this was done in jest but that's it's also an example of how we do spend time we have a lot of brainstorming sessions there no idea is ever too far out there yeah um we have we have cufflinks we have belt buckles we have earring sets um these are all product lines that are going to be falling under the brand of Scully's. Mm. Scully's also has, which a lot of people aren't aware of as yet, we have life-size replicas of skulls. These life-size replicas of skulls don't require permits to travel across any international border. If something were to happen, let's say hypothetically, after a few years, drops and breaks, we can replace them. We can make more. So, uh, to consider a buffalo skull or an elephant skull, mm. we can replicate life-sized 
replicas in synthetic material that you could use for ornamentary purposes, for educational purposes. Um, and they are just cool. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, we all dig a skull. Skulls are cool. I, I wanted to touch on that, Doug and Pierre. Maybe you can help us out here. We, we, I mean, you guys have mentioned it in the past that a particular client of mine, if you would like, his skull scanned and stuff. Are you guys offering that service? Yes. So that, that is a, a product offering we have. It's a custom service. Mm. So if any individual wants their beloved trophies replicated, we can do that in either life-size form or Scully's palm size or any other size they want. And okay. we can do it in resin, we can do it in bronze, any material you can think of. How, how accurate are they, Pierre? Uh, 100%. <laughs> okay, nothing's 100%, so let's go 85. Uh, it's, it's pretty close. It's, yeah. it's yeah. The, the, the resolution of the of the final product, it, it shows the details. Mm. It shows the little, mm. the little knocks and the little nicks. Um, and then with the paint technique that we've introduced, which is, I suppose, the the KFC secret recipe or the mm. Coca-Cola secret recipe, is how how we actually patina and color the, these these scullies the way we do. Um, it ju it just gives you such a realistic finish. Um, for 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 an outfitter and professional hunter out there, I think. That service is so unique because I think we've spoken about it. It also creates a little bit of aspect of excitement for the client, whereas you can send them a, a skull of their their pre you know their, their previous safari mm -hmm. as a, an exciting path to come in, which is really really exciting from our side. And I think I think that just offers just such a different aspect to the whole taxidermy process and you know the the, the offering process the phing process because if i'm a ph i want to keep that client excited or outfitter if i want to keep that client excited i want to constantly send him a buffalo that he shot with me on a safari or something that you guys have scanned and what, what is the turnaround process on something like that three months yeah so it it all obviously three months from the date we receive it obviously because mm. um, obviously there's certain processes that the skull needs to go through before it comes to us but yeah from the time we scan it print it ship it or paint it ship it you can expect it around three months okay I mean such a unique way and such and like you said you're doing so many different things um, what, what, are, what are the product lines that we can look forward to in the future what have you guys got planned in the pipeline get people excited a little bit about it as I mentioned the, the micro range coming in with key rings that's pretty cool um, so we've got key rings coming out the mega range which is is are going to be more ornamental we've got quite a bit of bronze work that's happening um, okay. the foundry is doing very well and we're able to cast every single scully in bronze as well mm. and now, now you're adding now you're adding a heritage aspect to it, it, it bronze has always been a long-lasting heritage Piece. So we're adding tremendous value to scullies in that regard. Um, mirror hangers. Um, guys love hanging things from their mirrors in their trucks. So yeah, we, we've got some cool skulls hanging from mirrors all over the country now. It's you jump into a lot of the PHs vehicles and, and yeah. you find them there. Um, That's a cool. I think what is what is important. I'm going to kind of take a step back as well. 
I mentioned that this stems from a love of osteology and, and skulls, the anatomy of animals. Um, Scully's is appealing to a global market, whether you are from the hunting community or from an educational community. That's not to say you have to be a hunter to enjoy a scully mm. at all. Mm. We've had so many people buying and collecting scullies that are, are far from hunters. They're, they're not hunters themselves. But they have a love for wildlife mm. and a fascination and an interest in osteology and skulls. Universities. We, we've got a lot of a lot of veterinary societies that are interested in what we are doing from from that from the scullies, the miniature side of various species. So it, it's it's got it's got more soul than just being an addition to a trophy room. Mm. And I, I think that's quite important. And, yeah. and it's something that that excites me. It, I know it, I know it's something that that Piers spoken about many times. And he said one of the things he really is enjoying about this journey is. It's not just about a trophy. Mm -hmm. It's about something that is collectible. It's gone through a scientific, technical journey to get to this cool product. Yeah. I mean, on the, the table in front of me, on, the, on, on your right, there's a, there's a bronze lion skull, and on my right is a miniature scully yeah. lion skull. And I'll tell you what, they're both pretty cool. Mm. But they sit in different places, and they have a different appeal. So the, the, the appeal, the breadth of appeal of Scully's is something that I believe is going to take it a long way. It's, it's something you learn to become more passionate about. I mean, being in the hunting industry, I've always worked with Skulls, but I never knew I would be, actually become passionate about it because you want to learn more about it. Absolutely. I, I, want, I mean, do you come from a hunting background? Is, is this something that you've always had an interest in or is this just something that's grown on you? So, quite funnily enough, I don't come from a hunting background. <laughs> I grew up in Joburg in the big city. Okay. Um, never, ever got, had an opportunity to go out into the wild. But I do love mountain biking and I do love trail running. Okay. So, therefore, I love the outdoors. Yeah. Uh, I like spending my time outdoors and especially with trail running, like the the opportunities of where we get to run we get to see these animals and mm. all of that and a couple of years ago i got the opportunity to sort of work within the hunting industry from a, a media perspective and that just got me exposed to more animals than what i would necessarily on a run because your approach is completely different you're not actually scaring off things yeah um <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah so I guess having that exposure and now having the opportunity to collect these things just makes it so makes me more appreciative of what is out there and what yeah. we do have access to we've, we've mentioned the Watusi what, what has been your favourite skull to work with? Oh, I don't know, 130 <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would probably say the coolest skull and probably the the hardest for me to process um was the killer whale oh really like, it's just uh all, I the, never, all those teeth all those teeth like I, I just looked at when i like at this um collector's house that we were at 
And I just looked at it and I was like, what on earth is this gnarly yeah. creature? <laughs> I, I thought it was something from the prehistoric age. Yeah. And he was like, no, yeah. that's killer whale. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I was like, I have to have that. Um, and yet again, I know we've touched on this multiple times, but it, it's just educational. It's just, yeah. you see these things and it's like thinking it's extinct, but actually it's there, it's around us. And yeah. And you can take it home and collect it for 35 yeah. bucks. Exactly. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, it's such an unreal feeling that, that, that you get when you, when you hold these things in your hand because you know that that, that opportunity is now afforded to anyone. Absolutely. Anyone can go onto the website, purchase a scully, and, and it's mm. like I promise you, honestly, you're holding that species in your hand. It's, it's a very unreal. I mean, I've, I've held life size lion skulls, and but knowing that you're holding that piece, mm. I mean, my daughter absolutely adores this stuff. I mean, she's a, she's a farm girl through and through, so yeah. she dives in and you know, touch it around and stuff. But I, I wanted to ask you, with all the teeth and all that, mm. that popped into are you guys looking to do full skeletons at some point uh, in miniature what we've already we are already doing full skeletons Um, it's just a question of to how do we sell them how do we bring them into market how Mm -hmm. how do how do people enjoy them I think is the most important thing Um, so we've got some ideas um, but to kind of keep it simple We've done skeletons. I mean, Pierre, you did. Was it that we've done. I've, I've got a lion and I've got a rhino. Yeah. So we've got those two. We've done those two just, you know, as a as a starting point. Um, it's a lot of bones. Yeah. 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 So you've got, to, you've got to scan literally each individual bone. Yeah, it's painstaking. <laughs> <laughs> it, ta- it takes weeks. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, the the editing behind every single one of these in, in on the digital side, it's not just a case of zap zap scan scan mm. print at all um, yeah. we have a substantial team that's behind this as I mentioned job creation but more importantly out of necessity we have a, a strong team there Doug before we you know start closing off things are your distribution in South Africa is pretty much covered where 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 to next for you guys are you guys looking into the American market I know you guys were over there in the shows it's we have well. we have a couple of opportunities that have have been lined up mm-hmm. um, we have been working with an organization in the United States, and yeah, um, we're very excited. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Distribution in the United States is wrapped up. Yeah. So Scully's is going to be readily available, easily available. Um, we've been posting them and, and <laughs> couriering them from South Africa, which is, has been, a, it's been an experience. Mm. Um, but Third world country problems. Yeah, third world country problems. Um, But we're in a position now where the US is opening up. We have opportunities in Europe as well. Okay. Um, It's a, I don't want to use the term, but I'm going to, it's an interview process. We need to make sure that the people that we are working with are like-minded. The financial model behind this, a percentage of every single scully that is sold globally is going to be invested into an escrow account in South Africa. We'll then be be allocating that percentage annually mm. to various conservation projects. This is very important. Um, it, it's the purpose and the cause. We, we, we've, Pierre and I have discussed this at length. We will be choosing the causes and the purpose 
driven conservation projects that we put the money into. Okay. Um, we want to be a part of it. We want to give other people the opportunity to be a part of conservation. Mm -hmm. So in the near future, every single scully that you collect, you will be able to, to actually quantify your contribution mm -hmm. into that specific conservation project, the relocation of honey badgers from one province to the next, the movement of elephants from one reserve to another. We want people to be invested in those projects by Scully's donating a percentage of every sale to these projects. Yeah. So it's, it's super cool. It's very exciting. Um, we've got a lot to learn from how to structure these things to get the absolute benefit to the animal. Um, there's a lot of, and I smile when I say this, there's a lot of conservation projects out there that I, I don't believe are keeping the animal as the, as the most important player exactly. in the game. Mm. We want to make sure that what we donate actually goes into active conservation. We want to document it. And we want to shout it from the rooftops because it's not for us, it's not just about the guy who does or doesn't hunt. Mm. It's about everyone who loves and respects an animal. That's, I mean, that's incredibly important, Doug. And I, I mean, yeah, like I said, you guys are revolutionizing this, this whole industry and, and not just, you know, again, not just the hunting, but the whole skull and anatomy side of things. I mean, if I, if I, if I ever had to put my finger on it, you, you kind of wish as, a, as an individual well, that's fallen in love with bones and skulls and you wish that you could pick up a dodo skull and actually sure. understand. So, so this now, I mean, it's, it's engraved into digital systems now for life. I mean, those skulls will never be extinct. So you don't have to go and sit with your little brush and dust off a skull out of the, out of the middle of nowhere. Let's look after it while it's here. Yeah. As opposed to waiting till it's gone and then trying to make a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's scullies, dude. It's, it's fun. It, it's, it's just got that ooh, ah, cool moment. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Pierre is, a, anyone who knows him, is an enthusiastic, wildlife, outdoors-driven human being. And the number of times I've walked into, into the lab, and he, he's like a mad scientist in there. And he's, he's scanning and turning and twisting and editing, editing and printing. And we, we've got color palettes for every single species now. Mm. So it's, it's come a long way um, in what is a short space of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been we've we've had almost two years. Yeah, it's it's almost almost two years. We've been fiddling with it since mm -hmm. 2020. But um, isn't it mind blowing to see how much you guys have achieved in such a short space? Of hey, time? It's awesome. It's crazy. We got a, we got a, a heck of a team, and you know. Um, well, he's got to be a man scientist to pick your brain. Up. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one. Eh? Good luck. Um, <laughs> but Pierre, I wanted to touch on quickly on the custom side of things. Um, I know. I hope that people aren't going to blow your guys' emails up too much with custom requests. But how, how can they get involved with that? Is everything on the website? So the, the custom orders aren't available on our website, okay. but they're more than welcome to contact us at orders at scullies.co.za. Um, my assistant will gladly give all the information they require. Because, you know, that that's important, especially, mm. you know, we... we 
you guys are catering for everyone, but guys coming out doing safaris and stuff, that's an important part, if, especially if they want to be a part of the process. And like you said, be a part of conservation. Mm-hmm. Such a unique way to be a part of conservation. It's, it's, you're kind of hands-on at the same time, but supporting it financially, which is... Which all is all the guys from the hunting community side of things, all that the, the hunter would do, wherever he's having his taxidermy done, um, get that taxidermist to contact us. Um, and we've got a, a team that travels the country scanning and creating files and doing on all. site. Huh? We actually we go and do it on site. That's um, crazy. That's we don't crazy. like moving moving these valuable products away from um, where they're being produced. Um, yeah. So just from from the the collector at heart, um, all they've got to do is drop us a line, tell us what not a lion, a line, and tell us, <laughs> tell us where, the, where the product is, um, and one of our team will get involved. Doug, it's, Pierre, it's been absolutely inspiring to chat to you guys. I love the passion that comes through. It really is. It's been something very, very special, and I'm very, very fortunate to be a part of this whole process. So thank you so much, Doug, to you and Pierre for the uh, wonderful opportunity, and um, yeah, I wish you guys all the best for the future. Thanks so much, and yeah, stay involved, and we appreciate we appreciate the the shout outs, and we appreciate you you always standing behind behind good, clean outdoor living and conservation. Um, yeah, it's very cool. It's important. Cool. Thanks, Tony. guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Super. Cheers. The journal is brought to you by Treason. Don't just blend, become splitting image taxidermy. Worth remembering. Max's Tires. Covering pHs over any terrain. Magnum Archery. Scullies. The little things are what makes life wonderful. Vanandi Blends. Changing the game. FFS Outdoor. Versatile gear for any situation. PH Toolbox. Helping you make your own adventure.